It is what's involved, and uh, we just had the guys in from a Global Local Investments. Uh, great chat. Uh, we're going to do it for an hour next time, though, just because I think there's a lot of information. And, you know, these days we need to know what to do with our money. Helping you make more money and helping you brand yourself is uh, what Daniela Bashelli is all about from Daniela Bashelli International. We're talking branding. Hello, Daniela. Hello, David. Thanks for inviting me to your show. Well, you know... Did you get the memo? We're going to do this once a month at least. <laughs> Thank you. You and I'm flattered, I. Incredibly. Mm. Mm. No, I think it's important because um, we've been talking in the way the world is going, the way things are changing. Everything's going online. Everything's digital. Absolutely. And, and the days of, of you in whatever sort of business or whatever position you're in, the days of you just using Facebook to post pictures of uh, lolcats are, are long gone. Definitely. Um, and Instagram and everything. We're not going to get into all of the weird things because, I mean, the latest one that everybody's talking about these days is TikTok. And I took one look at TikTok and I went, I have no idea. So we're going to save that for way later. Okay. I've got to understand a lot of the other things first. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So, so let's talk about it because 2020, um, you know, we, we started, we South Africans, um, and we started with great positivity and we've, we've nicknamed it 20 plenty. Um, I, I think we should have been, we should have been a bit more specific in 20 plenty of what. Um, <laughs> but, you know, let's, let's say that. How important is branding these days um, for yourself and as a business? It's absolutely crucial because if you don't have a strategic brand positioning, whether it be online or offline, you are not going to be recognized in your industry as a thought leader at all. So branding is imperative online as it is offline, executive presence really. And this goes for, for everybody basically across the board. If you're in the workforce, you should be building your personal brand. Without a shadow of a doubt. All right, now... It's all good and well, but I mean, you know, I, I like posting <laughs> pictures of sun, sunrises and sunsets and my puppies. And That's also okay. You need some of that in between. And you shouted at me and you said, we've got to do more of this and more of that. And I'm like, okay, fine. We'll do more of this. More and lifestyle more. photography. <laughs> and I'm like, but I don't really like doing that. But, but talk to me about this landscape. I mean, what, is it, what does it look like at the moment? Well, I mean, I think what we should look at maybe first, David, is defining what digital marketing is because there's so many misconceptions out there. Mm. And I think a person's understanding of digital marketing really defines um, as to how far they understand the whole ecosystem. So if we talk about digital marketing, we, we basically say it's defined by numerous online tactics and maneuvers. We work within a strategy that is our roadmap to execute our strategic objectives for a brand, as an example. Um, we know that customers spend much of their time online, visitors spend much of their time online. If you look at 50% of the world's population use social media, mm. that in its own already starts to talk about the digital marketing and how really important it is for now and for beyond 2020. So getting back to the digital marketing, what is digital marketing? It's really applying numerous online techniques to achieve strategic outcomes. It's as simple as that. And we use social media, SEO. We use all those different elements that form part of the digital marketing ecosystem to achieve a desired high return of investment. If we, for example, use one or two elements, chances are it's not going, you're not going to get results fast that are good. Mm. 
Because I know in the old days, and yeah. you know, when I when I started out and in, in in one of my previous businesses, um, we we did events and decor, design, sound, lighting, yes. and we put up our website, and there was no real thing as as SEO. You kind of hit a lot of stuff in the code with all those keywords that you want, and and you know, we were there. People got it, but nowadays, you know, those days it was build it and they will come. Now, <laughs> now it's a case of build it and they go. So what? <laughs> Build it, spend some money, and then they will come. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is important to yeah. invest some money. And, and this is Definitely. one of the reasons I wanted to bring you in and get you chatting with us because a lot of people, I mean, it, it's almost as though this, this business has exploded over the last little while. Okay, and suddenly everybody and their dog is a social media marketer and yes. they can do this and they can do that and they can do the next thing. Um, and I've seen so many times people pay money um, and and they pay good money, yeah. and and they go, but I haven't gotten really anything for it, you know. And and yet my my social media marketers think, but oh look how pretty your pages, and oh look how pretty the photos are, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But it, it it gets intimidating. I mean, if I sit back and look at somebody, and, and particularly me, and, yes. and my 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 advanced age and experience, <laughs> um, I look at all of this stuff. Um, and I, I just, I get overwhelmed. I don't know where to start because, you know, then, and then you see somebody goes, oh, you need to post at least 1700 times a day and you need to do this no. and you need to see what the Twitter <laughs> fall is doing. And I'm like, what is a Twitter fall? <laughs> is that when yeah. you're trying to type a message and you trip over your own two feet? I don't know. So I, I think, David, what you're trying to say is that there's so much you don't know where to start. And yeah. that's why it's crucial to have a digital marketing strategy, which becomes the parent of all strategies. In that digital marketing strategy, you have subset strategies for the different social media channels, um, your tone, um, the sentiment analysis um, that you're wanting to achieve online, um, everything um, involved within that. Uh-huh. Now, the reason I've asked Daniela to come back is is I've known Daniela for a good few years. Um, and I, I literally, we, we got chatting on, believe it or not, on Facebook <laughs> again. And I was like, Daniela, I don't know anymore. I don't know. And I mean, the weird part is I think I'm fairly clued up on this whole thing. But there, there's still so much out there, so many things. How, how does one start? Where does, where does one start? I mean, let's get... Is there a place that we can start looking at? Absolutely. And I mean, the first thing is, what are your objectives for going online? So if you want to create more brand awareness for your brand, mm -hmm. that's great. But again, to be online, you need to have a strategy. Where are you going to be? How are you going to determine which social media channels? You need to do a digital competitors analysis. So what does that mean, David? You take, let's say, five or ten competitors. Mm -hmm. This way, you analyze them online, you evaluate how much digital market share they have on the internet, how much space is left for your business to grow on there, and how are we going to get there? The strategy drives everything. We cannot start anywhere without a proper due diligence being a competitor's analysis, a needs analysis of the client, and a strategy. The strategy then happens after you have a session finding out, okay, so what has this company done before that has worked or has not worked? And what can we do going forward that is innovative and definitely engaging? Mm -hmm. All of these methods get applied and put into the strategy. But one thing, David, that most people forget in everything before they start anything is that they should have a PR risk crisis control strategy. Why? 
So not to cr- not to make it sound like a social media uh, uh, horror scene. If your um, name is David Watts, you should have gotten one of those a while ago. <laughs> yeah, David. Um, and yeah, I mean, we see it so often um, where brands get attacked, even personal brands. We see it all the time. Um, and the brands don't know what to do when those moments occur. So if there's a social media frenzy happening, they freak out because they don't have a contingency plan. Hmm. So, for example, part of my strategy is always having a component which refers to risk and PR crisis control. So we have a set roadmap in case something goes wrong with this client, wherever, for whatever reason, hmm. we've got a backup plan. Um, so that is where you, I feel you need to start digital competitors analysis, your own needs analysis, defining your strategic imperatives for your business, and then defining your tone. What kind of content are you going to be putting online? And the most important thing, David, is to understand also what the trends are because social, as you know, social media evolves all the time. We know this. I mean, mm. Google's algorithm changes about 456 times a year. Um, yeah, I got I got very upset the other day when that, when Google sent me a message. It was all about speed slaps. Oh, uh, uh, yes. I beg your pardon. You want <laughs> to say what to me? Um, and 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 this is the thing. And and let me make this clear as well. The one of the reasons I brought Daniela in is she deals a lot with multinationals, big big corporates. And I said to her, Daniela, that's great. These guys mm-hmm. have got the money to do it. What my focus is on this show is your your smaller businesses, your your SMMEs. I like that. And and these are the people, and they're in a position like me because, as you pointed out, which I, I had no idea, and I believe I make you quite angry about that because <laughs> I've got I've got apparently apparently I've got a fairly large social media following. Who knew? You do. You have large engagement on Instagram. You really do. <laughs> and you were like, "Do you know?" <laughs> like, uh-uh, I don't know. I just post. <laughs> no. Just, I just do stuff for fun. <laughs> but I mean, I've got a personal brand apparently, which is you me. You do definitely. And then I've got my business brand. So it's it's David Watts or what's involved, and then it's what's digital, which is the other side of of, yes. of what we do. And those are two distinctly different things, and and we've got to make everything work together. And I said to you. That's why I want you on the show, so that you can take people like me that want to develop a personal brand or want to develop their business brand, but we don't have mega bucks. I mean, oh. I, you know, you can't afford 120,000 rand a month, of you course. know, to, to, to get this done for you. You need somebody that is prepared to help you and to be reasonable. And you said, bang, I'm in because that is the way that you think as well. I know you deal with the multinationals and the big yes, guys, yes. but to be able to take that knowledge and bring it back to people that are like us. Yeah, small to medium-sized businesses. So, yeah, I mean, budget is a factor always, but I think before we even talk about budget and paid advertising, we need to talk about how much time it takes to actually execute a proper digital marketing strategy that's actually going to get results. Mm-hmm. Um, because what happens with the small businesses is there's not enough time for the business owner to go and run their social media marketing platforms. Yeah. So I would advise, whether it be whomever, to get a professional to help you run those social media platforms Um, but somebody that actually measures the results actually measures the return it's anyone can post on social media but is the return viable is it working Mm. what are the successful actions what are not as an example uh, i think for small business owners what we should talk about as well david would be video marketing because i think it's something everybody needs access to and most certainly a small business owner can do that and you don't need a high budget set to do that either 
And the, the, the nice thing, as I understand it, um, mm. in terms of like the video marketing and and spending some money on getting on, on getting some decent content, is you can recycle it. It's not a once and gone thing. Correct, and you can reoptimize the content for future use. Absolutely. So it, it, it is an investment. So Without before we can before we continue with that, though, if you'd like to ask Danielle any questions, we'd we'd love some questions. We'd love you to ask the questions. SMS has four one three four eight. Those SMSs are charged at one hundred and fifty. Otherwise, WhatsApp us oh eight four eight double two oh nine three eight. If you're thinking of starting a business, if you're in a business, big corporate, small, medium, we'd love to hear from you. So. I tell you what, let's do this. I'm going to play some music and when we come back, um, we're going to talk video marketing. Love it. Okay, there we go. My special guest in studio with me this evening from Daniela Bashelli International. It is the lady herself, Daniela Bashelli. We'll be back with her in just a bit. What's involved this Monday night from Daniela Bashelli International, the lady herself, Daniela Bashelli. Um, We've got uh, we've got a gentleman. I'm, I'm going gentleman. I, I, I'm going to be polite because he didn't put his name down, so I won't mention his name. Um, he he says that uh, this is all BS. This this digital and this online marketing. All you have to do is put out a good quality product, and the money will come. And the, um, yeah, in the old days, that's the way it worked. However, these days, across the board, before people will buy from you. What they need to do is they need to find out about you and they need to decide whether they like and trust you. You can do the best work in the world if nobody knows about you. In the old days, uh, you could just do the whole build it and they will come. These days, it's a case of build it and they don't give a damn. So, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're entitled to your opinion and I encourage opinions and thank you for sharing yours. Um, you're allowed to disagree. I respectfully disagree with you because I've seen the difference that uh, online presence and digital marketing makes. And, you know, yeah, you can do it the old-fashioned way. But these days, if you want to make money, if you want to be successful, you need to be out there. People need to see about you. They need to hear about you. And you cannot tell me that you don't advertise your business in any way, shape, or form. Uh, there's got to be something that you do. Uh, in the old days, it was pamphlets and pamphlet drops, and it was adverts in newspapers. Depending on the size of your company, you would do radio advertising. You, my friend, listen to the radio, um, and the chances are you listen to the adverts. Where do you buy stuff? What brand of toothpaste do you buy? I think, uh, you know, just give it a bit of a rethink. Who knows? But of social media might be able to double your business. Anyway, back with Daniela Bashelli International, and we're chatting to Daniela. We're talking video marketing. That's the way things are going these days. Talk to me about that. Okay, well, a nice interesting stat is that video content makes up 80% of global internet traffic, which is quite an outstanding stat. Uh -huh. 80% of global internet traffic. Search engines like Google uh, reward websites with video content as well. A lot of business owners don't know that. In fact, do you know that you're 53 times more likely to rank on the first page of Google results if your website uses video? That is how big video is on the net. How am I 53% more likely to get up there? 100% to rank on the first page of Google. Bearing in mind, only 25% of the population ever go past the first page of Google. Yeah. So you can see how important video marketing is just wow. from that perspective alone. Um, and also on social media, same story. Um, on Instagram, for example, um, video seems to have performed much better than uh, static posts, seeing a 49% higher interaction than image posts on Instagram. 
So it's kicking out there big time. It's 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 nothing new. We all know that video marketing has been big, but it's getting bigger and more important for companies to realize that they need a video marketing strategy yeah, that well, is articulated, that is well structured and put together. You can't just slam stuff up there. But no, I mean, you can't. think about it these days. You know, if you want to know something, yes. whatever it is, yes. okay. Um, in the old days, if you want to know something, you would have to find a professional, or you would you would look at the the, the Encyclopedia Britannica, for example. <laughs> yeah, these days, if somebody asks you something, what is the answer? Just Google it. That it you see. But it doesn't always have the right answer. No, right? you've it, got to be careful of the sources. Yeah, but and also news. yeah, but also that's where people are turning to YouTube. Yeah. If you want to learn how to do something, in the old days you would have to go somewhere or find. Now you YouTube it. You know how do I how do I change a plug? I don't know. I know it's a stupid example. So before <laughs> you attack me for it, I do know how to change a plug um, most of the time. Uh, you go on YouTube and you look up how you do this, that, and the next thing. Tutorials. And and, and the idea is is that this is the way things are going. It's about this this. Online presence, about learning things online. It's about building your brand. And most importantly, it's about building credibility. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and I agree with you on the structure part because I'm horrible with it. I promise you, I I'll know, just post, I'll post whatever, you know, whatever comes to mind. Yeah, I there, 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 have that. <laughs> so, yes, I am, being, doing great. I am being shouted. <laughs> you know, but mine's by accident, not by design. But I have seen, I have definitely seen when you do this properly, Yes. Um, and if we look at, at international trends, people who are taking this online marketing seriously, because in whatever way, shape or form your business is, your brand is, you have to market yourself. You have Absolutely. to tell people about you. Um, you know, in the old days, you would have to belong to a chamber of commerce. You would have to do this, that, and the next thing. These days, you're more accessible to more people. Now, um, you know, just in, in the work I've done, you know how many times um, I'll do something. I'm looking for somebody I want to advert, I, I want to interview, I want to talk to somebody, um, and I, I would give them an approach, yes. um, whether they be local or international. Yes. I can actually see them searching specifically on LinkedIn. They will search for David Watts on LinkedIn and have a look. Who is this guy? Who is he that's phoning me? What do other people have to say exactly, about him? Exactly, because buyers need social proof of brands, right? Yeah. And that is how the brands are transparent on, are, and are able to communicate their key messages. Mm. So I'm busy reading some of these messages. They're fantastic messages coming in. Um, you see, this is a balanced one. I like this one. This is a very, very balanced one. Um, and I'm going to say thank you. Philip goes, in some respects in life, people deal with people. Firm believer. Firm believer yes. in that. I mean, you know, I'm not saying they don't. Um, he goes, he's never advertised in 35 years. Brilliant. Hats off to you. Happy customers refer us to their friends and colleagues. Now comes the rub. And this is what I like what Phillips just said. The biggest problem with this is the key man is always in demand. They want to speak to him, not anyone else in the company. It works for me, but it's very demanding. Now, this is where the social media stuff comes in because you can then put your, 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 your prospective client through a series of steps to get to know you and speak to you. Whatever you're doing, Philip, for example, you can take that expertise and put it online. Exactly. So the customer's buying journey, and I heard somewhere the other day, is it up to, he looks across about 70% <laughs> of the buying journey, yeah? Um, I also have uh, Timothy Keyes in studio with us. Uh, he is the founder and owner of the Sales Institute so he knows what he's talking about. Um, and uh, at the Sales Institute, they do a lot of research. So uh, these days, before a client even speaks to you, 
70% roughly of that whole journey is done before they even mm. say, hello, how are you? Can you send me a quote? Um, and, and this is an international trend and South Africa is not very far behind. What else are we, what are we talking about? I get distracted. You need to bring me back, it's please. Okay. Should we look at some digital marketing trends for 2020? Yes, let's talk trends. Okay, so as, as I said just now, video, conten- uh, uh, video content and marketing will continue to dominate the industries and brands. Mm-hmm. Influencer market, marketing, chatbots, Mm. Um, we can look at big data as a very big one, mm. interactive visual content coming back again to video, um, storytelling more so now than ever before because there is so much content out there. Mm. So you've got, you've, you've, you've got to be specific. Um, a very popular one uh, for 2020 is shoppable posts. So that's social commerce, uh, direct messaging, um, especially with Facebook and um WhatsApp going and steering to more towards private messaging and advertising coming on those platforms at a later stage. It's already started. I heard about that the other day. And I'm like, what? Because I saw this big thing, WhatsApp for business. Yes. So at the, at the annual F8 conference last year, Facebook announced um, that the future of social media is at the moment is privacy and in direct messaging. So direct messaging is a hot number for brands for 2020 as it's increasingly becoming more and more effective to communicate with a prospect over social media through those communication gates. And however, though, they get the choice to either buy into your direct messaging or not. Exactly. They have all the power, Hmm. all the buying power. We don't push market anymore. We can't because the whole marketing and social selling universe has changed remarkably. Hmm. Because very much today, the customer is all about what's in it for me. So, So what value are you giving me before I make my buying decision? And I'd, li- I'd actually like to put something on the back of what you just said now because that is a very important one. Um, another thing I also tell my clients is to always use the 80 to 20 rule for social media. Yeah. What does that mean? So to be effective on social media, you need to have a good balance of promotional content. Okay, first mm. you're not supposed to have promotional content. Rule 101, right? Yeah. Okay, because it's supposed to be engaging and conversational. Mm. However, with thought leadership and through marketing, we've we've started to promote online for many years now. However, marketer, marketers and delegates need to do 80% mm. non-promotional. So that means adding value, giving free information, and yeah. only 20% promotional. Yeah. If that balance, if that ratio is not right, people start unfollowing, people get feel like they're being spammed, they mm. feel like they're just being avalanched with all your marketing and promo yeah. coming from your brand, and that's not why they're there. You've got to build those relationships, right? Yeah. So the 80 to 20 rule is very um, important. Um, and also another thing from a sales perspective, assuming that only 50% of your pipeline at maximum will ever come from marketing efforts. And Tim, you can listen to this one there at the Sales Institute. Um, you've got to look at what's your strategy for making up the rest of that pipeline. So how are you going to get the rest of that 50% in your sales pipeline? So you've got to figure it out. You've got to get your sales force executing against that strategy um, and stop pointing fingers at marketing alone. We've been doing some work with Tim over the last while. That's why yeah, we just dragged him into the studio today. Um, okay, let's get back and talk about that in a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Um, but by the way just you see when, when people are polite i love it when people are polite because because then it's cool so 
Philip has just messaged me back. Okay, he was he was the one who says that they haven't they haven't um, yes. uh, he's never advertised in thirty five years. But yes. listen to this. In response to me, he goes, "I'm working on that now. Website and auto quote page. We do specialized." Philip, tell me what your company is. I'm feeling generous tonight. I'll give you a plug. We do specialized marble and granite work. So every client's needs are different. Funny that uh, in, in, in the other side of my business, what's digital? We've just finished with a guy who does uh, granite and marble and custom marble and stuff. We just finished with their website. Really? Yeah. And it is. It's a complicated thing to do. You, it's not just something that you log on to WordPress and slap together. When I saw what these guys do and how we have to take them through the journey, it's uh, amazing. It's, over there. it's amazing. Um, is send yeah. me a photo here of the slow lounge at uh, OR Tambo Domestic. Looks beautiful, Philip. Nice. Uh, they're from Stone Interiors Pty Limited. Um, I could direct you to a website, but they don't have one yet. You see where marketing comes in. Hmm? 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 Anyway, mate, thank you so much for the interaction, Philip. Really appreciate it and uh, appreciate what you're doing. We'll be back in just a bit uh, chatting some more with uh, Daniela Bashelli from Daniela Bashelli International. And uh, this is What's Involved. Mix 93.8, great to have you along with us. It is What's Involved this Monday night. Uh, my special guest in studio, Daniela Bashelli from uh, Daniela Bashelli International. And, uh, well, he wasn't planning on doing it, but we just dragged him in. Uh, Tim <laughs> Keys, founder and uh, CEO of the Sales Institute. I thought you might be able to add a bit of gravitas, Tim, um, because you work with uh, international clients, you work with national clients, uh, you work up in Africa, and you do sales training. You train salespeople. So you said that uh, when I looked at you just now, I said uh, it's about 70% of the customer journey is, is done online before they even speak to the salesperson. Uh, you say that's actually incorrect. Yeah, Dave. The, the numbers worldwide is 83% of research is done outside of the salesperson. So typically what used to happen if I wanted something – I would phone a salesperson and say, can I have price? Can I have information, please? Mm. Now what, and this is a worldwide number, is that they will up to, it's about 17% of the time is spent with suppliers. Yeah. The rest of it is talking to people around them, talking to peers, online research. Um, mm. they'll, they'll, they actually don't want to speak to salespeople because mm. they get bullied. So yeah. I don't know if you've had that. Where <laughs> you show interest Once or twice. every day. Have you made a decision yet? Have you made a decision yet? Yeah. So a big issue is that people just don't want pushy salespeople, and now they want more information online, mm-hmm. which puts all the responsibility on our marketing. So we're not just talking digital marketing. Your website mm-hmm. and the tools and resources you provide. Mm-hmm. You know, people think this is only social media. It's not. It's your yeah. entire digital presence. And, you know, where people are saying not everybody's online, you know, I'm quite interested on the number of how many people are on oh, mobile mm. because the numbers I've seen is as high as 80% penetration even yeah. in our country. And mobile is considered online. Absolutely. They are going on to Facebook. Yeah. They spend most of their time on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so they're looking for this information. Well, we think they spend most of their time on Instagram. Apparently, we're old farts and they spend most of their time on TikTok here, which nobody knows about yet. But we're going to get into that in the I'm coming months. I'm my dance for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, that's what I thought it was all about, but apparently not. Apparently, nope. uh, people like Gary Vee, all of them are saying TikTok's going to be the next big thing. So let's, let's wait and see. One thing that does bother me, and, and 
you know, we are we do digital marketing. So what we do is what's digital, which is the other side of it, is we will do uh, online stuff for you. We will do graphic design for you. We'll design your website. We'll do all of those bits and pieces. However, where I personally battle is this thing called SEO. Daniela, <laughs> help. Okay. Talk, talk to me about SEO because a lot of people, and you know how many people I've come across yes. that have said, listen, we've just paid a whole lot of money to have this website built for us. It's built. It looks very pretty. And but it's not doing anything. Nobody's coming there. And, and then, you know, it's, it's a thing. It, it, it is Absolutely. a big thing. And, and this is one of the areas that you're a specialist in. So, I mean, SEO being search engine optimization is important, yeah. um, especially in today's times with so many websites being online, you have to have search engine optimization. So you can have on-page optimization and you can, you can use different plugins and so forth to optimize uh, the keywords on your website to get relevant traffic to the site. Mm-hmm. Um, but a misconception misconception about SEO is that any traffic is good traffic. Not so. That's not like that at all. There is uh, such thing as bad traffic. Um, But at the end of the day, I think where we need to start with this is authentic content. Google loves authentic content. It likes a lot of content. So like earlier we were chatting about microblogging. Um, I was talking to Tim, in fact, about it. Tim, what were those numbers you gave me again? You just chat amongst yourselves. I'm going to go pick up the paper. (laughs) What was that number you gave again? Um, A friend of mine who's a specialist in this area said that a good guide is to have 250 words or 2,500 words, nothing in between. So people will read the the smaller blogs, and if they're interested, they'll read the, the higher detail. Exactly, but then from a Google perspective, having those so that's that many words is perfect for your website because it's going to be built, it's going to sit there, and no, no traffic is going to go to it unless you direct it. You need search engine optimization. You need Google ads. You need to drive traffic to that website. It doesn't matter what it looks like. If it doesn't have an advanced SEO framework on it, it's not going to go very far in cyberspace. And I think this is, this is a challenge that a lot of people have, and particularly small businesses, and this is where I get very grumpy. Yes. Because they will go to some guy because, yeah, it is. It's an expensive thing to it do is. a website. Mm. But then they put your website together. They slap it together. They use WordPress, for example. And uh, your website looks very pretty. All the buttons work. It clicks and everything. But nobody knows about it. And yet the web designer that's done it is is gone into the into the wild blue yonder. Or then they turn around and go, well, you know, we might have charged you two and a half thousand rand for your website. Mm. However... If you'd like some SEO, that's going to be an additional 20,000 million crazy. rand. Yeah. And it's it's insane it's because, you know, this is what we need to be doing. And that's why, mm. um, and I know Tim works a lot with, with, with uh, a lot of companies as well. And we, 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 we talk often to, 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 you know, these these guys that are in this business and they also, a lot of people are floundering. Mm. Can I make a comment about SEO, Please. which a lot of mm. people get wrong? People create incredibly generic websites. Yes. Mm. And so then the SEO becomes incredibly expensive because the language you're using is used by a lot of people. The keywords so are competitive. You, know, you type mm. in sales right now, you'll get millions of ads. Right. The secret that I've learned with, with sales specifically is talk my language and talk to my identity. Of and course. I think a lot of businesses don't focus enough. Mm. They're trying to be everything to all people and then their website becomes too generic and it doesn't talk to individuals. 
Yeah. And to me, to make SEO work very well, it has to talk to a very specific audience about something that they're very interested in and solves a problem for them. And that's when SEO is very powerful. Yes, and, and understanding that prospects are searching for what you sell. Um, but will they find you? Well, this is, can I tell you what I did before? And this is what led me on this journey to learn this stuff for myself. Because yes. I had a guy, did the website, cost me a couple of grand. I was like, yay, I've got a website. I'm on the, I'm on the World Wide Web. Everybody's going to love me now. Yeah. Um, nobody came and they went, oh, oh, yes, SEO. But never mind. We can sort that out for you. Paid traffic. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? No, no, if you give us X amount of thousands, then we will get traffic to come to your website fantastic um i was getting people from all over the world in the most obscure countries pakistan india yugoslavia you know nobody that came to that website i mean that spark over time was brilliant i mean the stats look great not one of them was ever going to use my services right so they weren't qualified leads not even close you see so you know and that's yeah. also something you've got to be very careful about now, this is where somebody like you comes in. I mean, you, you would go with the strategy and you'd say, okay, because you have certain suppliers um, that you would work with, other specialists other than yourself. That's right. I work with a group of specialists in the industry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me a bit more about Daniela Bacelli. I mean, what qualifies you? In what way? In every way. I mean, how long have you been doing this? Okay, well, I've been doing digital marketing now and digital skills training for over a day, just over a decade. Mm -hmm. um, I've worked on, as you said earlier, multinational projects as well as local projects. Um, my most notable project, uh, which did exceptionally well with a high return of investment, was $3.6 in a 16-month window of marketing. Um, that's not what they spent. That's what they turned over. Yeah. So we were looking at a spend of approximately, I think it was 550. So it was approximately half a million. Um, and again, return of investment was 3.6 billion um, integrated marketing strategy at corporate investment level. Um, so definitely the stuff works. <laughs> so she knows her stuff. She knows her stuff. And this is what we want to find out. Um, where, where do we where do we start though? How do we start? I mean, I'm I'm thinking now somebody's sitting either in their car, they're at home, they're having a listen to this, and they're going, "Geez, I need this kind of stuff for my business." Well, I think I think you know, because there's so much misinformation and there's so much information overload, they should con they should contact a specialist. They should consult with a, a specialist in digital marketing, um, explain what the objectives are, and let the specialist recommend what roadmap they feel is suitable for for their specific objectives. So I would come and I've done this. I'm going yes. to be honest. I'm going to be open. I've done this with Daniela. I went. This is it. Here's my whole pile of stuff. And she made the silly mistake of asking me what everything is I've done in my life. <laughs> Yo. Two weeks later, she said, please stop. Um, but I said, here it is. I mean, I've, I've got all of these bits and pieces, but I don't know how I'm going to put them all together beautifully in May. I am in the business, and yet I've gone to a specialist as well. Um, that is, I think, the place to start. Because then you then have worked out and are working out everything and you're going to go, David, you need to concentrate more on this. Concentrate on that. Don't worry about this. Twitter is important for you in terms of what you're doing or Instagram is more important. Right. You know, and, and rather than do that shotgun approach, because that's what I've done. I yeah, mean, no, we can't spray and pray, hey? You, you, you said to me, have you got a Twitter account? I'm like, I think everything gets posted to Twitter. No, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> and it's like, an Instagram, I'm like, I think I pressed a button for Instagram a no, while David. ago. <laughs> no, that's not going to work. <laughs> 
look, a strategy is what has to lead everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to, let's talk about a personal brand like yourself. You've mm. got different variables to your brand. Uh, you're also an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, the strategy really puts everything together and sews all the different pieces together. Mm-hmm. Then you know how to package and position that brand and to market it yeah. so that everything makes sense and flows into everything else. Without a strategy, like you said just now, you go out there and you just you go for it. It, yeah. it does not work. And also, I mean, if you're going to drip feed your social media platforms on the mood you're feeling for the day, that's also not going to work. Oops. Yeah, you see, you need to have a social media <laughs> content planner. You need to have a blog planner. You need to have all these things and definitely measurables in place to measure what is your online performance like? Is it doing well? Is it doing poor? What can you do to improve it? But would I approach somebody like like Daniela Bachelet International and go, listen, um, do the audit. That's f- fair enough. You need to do that. Yes. And give me the plan. I still want to, as the business owner, or I want to get somebody in my business to do the postings. Yes. Is is that something you do as well? Yes. So so yes. So we do campaign. Um, we do campaign marketing, and we work on monthly retainers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we work with small businesses right through to the corporates. Um, but I do have a special passion for the SMEs. Um, and I really enjoy working with them. Oh. The runways aren't that long as corporates red tape. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we all do that. But now, Tim, just to bring you in again, is is um, you've just been through a very interesting exercise. You're busy with. Um, um, books and training and et cetera, et cetera, mm. for a big, big multinational company. And as a result, you've had to do a lot of research. And one of the things that we've been discussing over the last few days is in terms of this this online presence, that, that your website, my website, um, uh, you know, we've got to adapt them. We've got to change them. Mm. The, the research talks about a concept called buyer enablement. Uh-huh. W- what they're saying is... Up until now, we've relied on salespeople. Yeah. If what I said earlier is true and they're not coming to speak to the salespeople, that means your digital presence becomes more important. Mm-hmm. And what they're saying is that websites need to perform the function of what salespeople used to perform. Yeah. So they look at three things. They say, first of all, when I come onto the website, it must talk to my personality. So how I identify myself. If I'm a plumber, I'm a see there. Are you a plumber? Do you need the following? Yeah. The second thing they say, it's got to talk my language. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be something I don't understand. It's got to be positioned to me and what I do. And the third one's the most important is it's got to ask, answer all my questions. Yeah. So what tools and resources are there? For example, you look at a, one of the banks and I want to know how much I'm going to pay per month to pay off my car. Yeah. Those kind of tools now have to be online. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. phone in and ask for a quote. These quote generators and um, analysis tools and videos and yes. customer references <laughs> all need to be there. And you mentioned video marketing. I'm, I'm just as much of a fan. Is Video references are incredibly powerful. You're mm. talking about social proof. People don't like reading stuff, but if you have a video of a customer saying, I really like what you do, thanks for everything – that's significantly more profound. Hmm. And so a lot of the, the websites now need to be designed around the user and those questions they're asking. Uh, you, just got, you just got burned right now. Okay. Philip just burned you. He goes, Ish, keep it simple for us working class. You see, see, Philip, I understand. Buyer enablement. 
Okay, mm-hmm. the person that is buying stuff. Explain to me, like in 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 like David language, what is buyer enablement? Okay, so <laughs> not bio, bio enunciate, enunciate. Buyer, buyer is when I make it easy for the buyer to make a decision. Oh, okay. Well, you so should have just said I that. I take them through a step by step process from them wanting to understand what my product does all the way through to how do I make a decision. Okay, it's, it's all about making it easier to do. Okay. All right, there we go. Thank you. Now I understand. Back to Daniela, though, because you've you've got some more stuff that you need to share with us. I like you sharing stuff. You know, I feel I, like a sponge. <laughs> but you know, I like to talk around strategy, leading everything. You know mm. this, right? Yeah. Um, I think also what I'd like to say to your viewers with within SMEs is that they need to have patience and not feel disheartened when they start. Uh, distributing content online because they don't always get the required or desired results immediately, Mm. Um, which is why we spoke about paid advertising earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, But bearing in mind, paid advertising doesn't mean it's got to cost an arm and a leg. I mean, paid advertising could start at as little as 2,000 rand a month, just as an example. Mm. Um, So, yeah, content marketing is definitely um, a marathon and not a sprint. Mm. Um, well, I, I'll give an example. Yes. One of our clients is a real estate agent and she came to us initially and she wanted this, that, the next thing. And, and yes. what did you call them? I call them purple cars. You call them purple squirrels. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and Yeah. Her, her, <coughs> her purple cow is her golden Labrador Max. And we've developed this whole strategy around Max being the first real estate dog. And in the beginning, the engagement and everything wasn't so great. But also, this is the thing, and, and, and Daniela's very good at this as well, is, is it, I've learned some hard lessons in terms of Facebook advertising. Again, I started off doing spray and pray, mm. and it cost me an arm and leg. I yeah. got no return. We've just done a Valentine's uh, campaign for uh, this particular real estate agent mm. with, with Max the dog, and he was going, I waff you. <laughs> and we also added that social, that social element into it where um, it was a challenge that, that if you share Max's Valentine's message, his mom was going to donate money to an animal shelter. That's nice. Um, the return on that thing was astronomical. Lovely. And it cost her 150 bucks when you target properly. Exactly. When you target the area and the people, et cetera, et cetera, it cost her 150 bucks. Uh, she got over 13,000 views and I don't know how many. I've got the stats here. but um, And then that turns into people seeing it going, hello, I want to sell my house. I want to speak to you. Um, she's now complaining to me that people are phoning asking to speak to Max, the dog. <laughs> Um, David. But it's working. It's working. As long as it's working, that's you know, fantastic. and and it can it's be relatable. done. It can be done. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Should we have some more? Mu- I want some more music. I've got a theme, a musical theme. Um, so see if you can spot what the theme is in the next couple of songs, uh, and then you can see where I'm going. Maybe I need a holiday. I have just I've just got in a, a message that's like made my entire week. And I'm almost vain enough to want to read it out, but I won't. Um, but Jackie, thank you so much for your very, very kind words. Um, and that's what I've always said. If I can make a difference in one person's life, then I think I'm doing my job. Um, and uh, I'll just say the end of Jackie's message was your guests are of a very high standard. And I try to have a date with the radio every single Monday night. Thanks so much from Jackie. So Jackie, thank you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. One one message I get that makes that makes my day. So, uh, really do appreciate that. Back uh, with Daniela Bashelli and uh, reluctantly drag kicking and screaming into the third chair in the studio. Tim Keys from the Sales <laughs> Institute. <laughs> That's what I love about it. It's, just, it's so unplanned. I'm like, yeah, you're sitting here. Come, dude, let's talk. Ah, but you've got value. There's stuff. I mean, and and guys, if you are listening tonight, I can tell you that. Uh, Quite, quite happily, that uh, in 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 normal circumstances, Daniela and Tim charge a lot of money for their knowledge and for what they do, and and we just we we lucky enough to have them here sharing some of that knowledge with you. Um, we're almost going to be wrapping up. Kaz uh, is going to be up between uh, nine and whenever tonight. She always plays such great music. Looking forward to that. Um, but uh, before we get there, a couple more things. So now, social media. What are, what are some tips? Have you got? I, I like top tips. I like I like lists. Have oh, you right. got a list? I don't have a list, but let me think. <laughs> what are the five things we need to know? Four things, three okay. things. Well, I don't know. Well, let's, let, let's touch on lead generation. I think for successful lead generation on social, you need to equip your buyer for success. We spoke about that earlier. But you've got to be per, be personable with them. You need to connect with your prospects, challenges, and give them a next step to move toward in the customer journey online. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, important tip is to always add value um, and applying that 80 to 20 rule, 80% value, 20% promotional content. And uh, also brands must never forget that social is a two-way street. So you can't just broadcast your messages. If if the, if audiences do engage with you, you need to respond back like a human being. Oh, do you? Yes. <laughs> oh, crap. There we go. Um, and Cashew's op- going through his comment section later on tonight. That's okay. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously also create strong calls to action, um, strong CTAs that are clear mm. and that can direct a customer to, or a prospect to become a p- customer. Yeah. And then also to remember that organic isn't enough on its own. Don't be afraid to boost your presence. I think it's. I think one of those things is critical. Is is you do need to spend some money online. The days yes, when I, when you could get away with it and not do it, um, those days are long gone because there's just there's so much out so there. Low, yeah. mm. And and you got to spend money cleverly. And I, and and again, I, being a an SMMMMMME with a BBBBEEEE, you know, for me, every cent counts. I don't have a corporate budget. You know, I don't even have a, a, a medium-sized business budget. But, but, if you don't spend that money, and this is what I always tell my clients as well, mm-hmm. you're going to end up taking out an advertisement that says business for sale. No, absolutely, because social social sharing amplifies your message. Mm, mm-hmm. And to get that reach, you've got to pay for yeah. some form of it. And at no stage, bear in mind, at no stage have I discounted the other forms of advertising, because depending yeah. on the market that you're in, um, social media for me, Daniela, maybe you can help me out here, but for me, the money I've spent on, on social media across the spectrum, yes. it actually has cost me less than the print advertising of and, the, and the, the, the mail drops and all of those things. It does cost me less in the long run, but it's not the be-all and end-all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I reckon... You know, get onto social media if you can. Those of you, that's why community radio stations exist, if because it offers you a more affordable advertising to reach out to people. Yes. But radio advertising, uh, you know, some of the guys do TV these days. We don't really need to. A small people look at this TV advertising and go. <gasps> 
I could never afford that because we can really create our own really cool ads that we can put out across social media. Absolutely, absolutely. No, no. You did mention something off air about about five things you need to do or don't need to do. What was that? What were you talking about? Where, where were we? Where, what were we I don't know. I went. Which I was. I was things? wandering around. You know me. I wander around all the time. <laughs> In fact, okay. just now I walked out while they were talking. David, can I touch on lead nurturing just a little bit for SMEs, just very quickly? I'm sure you can. Um, and and I've seen it so many times with SMEs um, and sales teams. Um, when lead nurturing, we mustn't be heavy on product pitches and offers, mm. and light. We need to be light on educational content without taking the time to develop personas, buying cycles, and mapping leads to their place in the buying processes. So marketers will fail at lead nurturing because they, sometimes they will feel will fail at lead nurturing because they're too heavy on the product pitches in terms of pushing the marketing mm. and not offering valuable insights into whatever it is that they're selling. Tim, do you agree with me on that one? I'm sorry, I've just seen some of the best marketing I've ever seen. I'm not sure what they're selling, but Dirk, dude, wow. <laughs> Sorry, shiny, shiny object syndrome. Question, yeah, no, please answer that. I just <laughs> saw there was a lady shopping and I was just, I was looking at the product. So, so the question is getting the balance right with how you're communicating to customers online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel very strongly about this is when you're an SME, you're so busy. You're doing 10 things in a business. Exactly. My yeah. personal view is that I would want to bring in a specialist. And, you know, with you being in this game, you can't really punch yourself. But I'd like to do that is when you choose a person who can help you on this journey wisely, uh, the money is very well worth the investment. The other thing that um, I learned very quickly is that paid advertising, you can cost you a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing. So a great example is Facebook. I spent a lot of money boosting, and then I was introduced to more focused advertising, mm-hmm. and it was a fifth of the price. And so my advice here is, you know, get a specialist who understands how to communicate with the right balance. When you're a small business, here you're expected to know so much. You know, I've been doing the sales thing for 20 years, it's something that I specialize in. You specialize in digital marketing. Mm. And to me, you need to invest in the right person. So you need to take time finding the right partner. Absolutely. And then having an authentic voice mm. and allowing someone to draw that voice from you and then share it with your customers. Just a quick question with, with what you do, because I know you've spent money. You've spent money across the board. You've spent money in, in, in industry publications, et cetera, et cetera. Where's most of your business coming from these days? LinkedIn. Yeah. By far. So a lot of people go to my website and I get a lot of leads from my website. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from current relationships, my website generates, um, I would say, about 60% of my traffic. 30% of the rest of my leads comes from LinkedIn, where you were talking about having a conversation. I, yeah. I use LinkedIn like I use WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I connect with someone and I start typing and having a conversation. And a lot of my new business comes from there. Okay, so again, money well spent. Money well spent. Daniela, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Kaz a massive surprise and, and, and we're going to finish off a little earlier tonight. Um, before you go, though, if somebody wants to get hold of you specifically, um, and if you do get hold of Daniela, just please mention my name <laughs> so you'll get a good price. <laughs> hey, one time. Come on. Okay, so my email address. Yes. Daniela, D-A-N-I-E-L-A, at Daniela. Yeah. Bashelli, B-A-S-C-E-L-L-I-C-O-M. 
facebook.com. So it's Daniela at DanielaBashili.com. Yes, Daniela with one L. Yes. Bashili with two. Daniela spelled the Italian way. Yes. <laughs> or if you if you like me, Baschelli. No, David, I'm going to throw <laughs> something at it's you. It's for typing purposes. Baschelli. Yes, Baschelli. It's <laughs> the Italian in her. Um, okay, here we go. Um, somebody goes... Um, oh, Terence, he says, hi, a question. With advertising and SME on social media, 100 good jobs and one bad job or bad review may overpower your good 100 jobs. How do you overcome that if you don't have a budget to hire someone to manage something like that? That's quite, that's, that's, that's a very, very good question before we go. Come in, Kaz. We're having a general party. You're more than welcome to pop in and, and you know, just, just <laughs> contribute to the mayhem. It's fine. <laughs> oh, the, the question was, if you advertise an SME on social media and they do 100 good jobs and there's one bad job or bad review, it may overpower those 100 good jobs. How do you overcome that if you don't have a budget to hire someone to manage something like that? I'm talk- I think we're talking reputation management Absolutely. Here. Um, hi, Kaz. Kaz, Tim, Tim, Kaz, Daniela, Kaz, yeah, Kaz, Daniela. I think it's revolting for a small or medium-sized business to to get a horrible review um, online, especially when they've worked so hard to get great reviews. Mm. Um, and it's it makes them very despondent because they're like, should I just close this page and start again, D? And I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. So you, you, you basically have a counter approach where you – Instead, you counteract that bad PR, that negative PR with good PR. Uh-huh. So you lash out more on your press releases. You lash out more on your content marketing. Um, you, you introduce your video marketing again. Get live video in, um, interviews, testimonials. I think anything. that's the big thing. The testimonials are social it's proof. It's massive. It's massive because that's real, real people giving real reviews about your brand and your service. You mm. can't go wrong with that. So you can't make everyone happy. I can't yeah. make everyone happy. Mm. Can you? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> There's one good piece of advice I can give you is say sorry. Because remember... If you've made a mistake, absolutely. People are going to read through that thread. Yeah. So if you do have... So I can understand why you're saying that, you know, I appreciate that feedback. I'm sorry this has happened. We will try to, to do better because... Of course. I've seen big corporates make that mistake where they oh, don't yeah. apologize. Make ignore it. Something people hate is when you're arrogant yeah. and you don't mm. say sorry. Give so them, give them, yeah. To me, I like what you're saying about build around it, but build it around it. Look, I've learned the lesson. Thank you so much. Acknowledge it. Yeah, acknowledge it. Yes. I think acknowledging, not necessarily yeah. saying you're wrong because you yeah. may not necessarily be wrong in the great... Their existence. Acknowledge mm. their feeling about it. Exactly. Because we have a great way that what what you know what works at the office with me yeah. is if if somebody sends me an email or because I'm I'm on on radio I don't think Kaz ever gets those kind of messages because she's she's very lovable but you know somebody says to me you're ugly and your mother dresses you funny for example you know what I do at the office <laughs> Elena ties my arms to the chair for ten <laughs> minutes until I calm down. <laughs> David, I can actually see you. <laughs> it's not <laughs> He's not joking. You see Tim over here. Because <laughs> my, my, I'm like, right, I'm going to let you know. And she's like, just, so I get tied Take to the chair. Break. Yeah, tied to the chair for 10 minutes. Yeah, it's and that then, Scottish blood in you, then, hey? then we're all good. Then we're all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, we're going to finish, Kaz, we're going to finish a little earlier. You, you give you a bit of time to set up and everything, yeah? 
I think I've, I'm going to make up for about the last two weeks, possibly, because I'm always running over. So I'm really trying hard not to tonight. Listen, guys, thank you. Daniela, thank you. We're going to do this every month. Timothy, um, yeah, that'll teach you to come and visit. It's your own fault. Uh, <laughs> you had no choice. <laughs> a bit of a surprise. I even dragged him for a game of pool before we went on air. Oh, there you go. Uh, Tim, if somebody wants to get hold of you about sales training, where do they do that? So my website is um, salesinstitute.co.za uh-huh. and my email, K at salesinstitute.co.za. There we go. So they, they do some great sales training there as well. I know some of the trainers yes. personally. Um, so get hold of Tim. And, uh, you know, if you want uh, any of your sales team trained, really, really top-notch stuff. Uh, Daniela, always happy to talk. So listen, if you've got some questions, drop her an email. She does get back to you. Um, I've, I, I email her lots about <laughs> some of the dumb questions I have. And it's the kind of thing I want to be able to share with you. Um, and... Uh, Yeah, to each and every one of you, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again next Monday night.